Colossians chapter 3. I want to invite you to turn with me over to Colossians chapter 3. I've been reading this chapter a lot. And I have to admit, I have a lot of things to say about it. But I'm going to try to keep it short, mostly because I know that many of you, many of you who are listening right now, your time is valuable, very valuable, so I don't want to waste your time by talking about a whole lot of nothing. But... um. Let me begin by first of all just reading a few verses from Colossians chapter 3. And I just want to start off by introducing this chapter to you by reminding you that this is a letter that was written by Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, a long, long time ago. And in this letter, especially in chapter 3, he's writing to you, Christian, believer, born again. And so, uh, I just ask that you listen carefully as I read and as I share a few things with you from my heart. I'll be reading verses 1 through 4. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Amen. Now, what I'd like to begin by saying is this. In this chapter, Paul exhorts us to seek Those things which are above. That is to set our hearts on those things which are above. I'm convinced that Paul wants us to do this because God wants us to do this. God wants us to seek those things which are above. Above. Where is above? Well, above here is speaking about heaven. It is speaking about that place where God resides. That place where God the Father especially resides. Now, we've got to keep in mind 
that this is spoken in a way that we can understand it. Because you see, God being the kind of God that he is has revealed to us that he is too big for one place. That's for sure. But he has for whatever reason and I think it's a very good reason chosen a place and he calls it heaven. Heaven is spoken a lot about in this Bible that we read. So we have to start there. Keeping in mind that this is a place where God has chosen to reside. He has chosen to reside and has chosen this place so that we can relate with him in a way that by faith we trust that he is there. Amen? So now, we're to seek, that is to set our hearts on those things which are above. Not those things which are here below, that is in the earth. Those things which are above. What are those things? Well, Paul talks a little bit about those things in these few verses here. And one of the things I think that he especially wants, wants us to, to seek is he wants us to, to seek a relationship with God, the Father. A relationship that includes our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you need to understand that it is Jesus who is the Christ. It is Jesus that has provided us a way. A way to relate with God the Father. He has done this by giving himself that is dying for our sins. We need to remember always that outside of Christ, we are sinners. We are sinners deserving only of eternal punishment by God the Father. God being the God that he is, he's a just God. And he has made it clear that we have sinned against him. And because he is a just God, he must punish us for our sins. And this is where Christ comes in. See, it was Christ that God punished for our sin. He punished Christ because if he had punished us, we would not be able to endure that type of punishment 
that he received. And so this is what Paul is basically talking to us about here, I believe. I believe he's trying to set our minds on those things which are eternal instead of those things which are temporal, those things which fade away, those things that, that, that doesn't really truly last. However, salvation, that is self being delivered from our sin, being cleansed, having our sins removed, having our sins forgiven for the sake of Christ Jesus, that will last forever. This should encourage you. This should bring you great encouragement. It should bring you great joy, I hope. Because this is our greatest hope. The hope of life eternal, life being reconciled to God the Father, a life where we are trusting in that we were raised with Christ. When God resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead, we too were raised to new life, eternal life. That's where it all began. And so this is why Paul tells us to set our hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. After Christ was resurrected from the dead, he ascended into heaven. He returned to God the Father. And at, at that point, God was pleased. He, he shared with the Son his pleasure with his obedience here in the earth during his first advent. During his first advent, he obeyed God the Father with all his heart with all his mind, with all his soul, and with all his strength. strength, And God was pleased with his works. He was pleased with this sacrifice, with this offering of himself. And that is why he resurrected him from the dead. And when he resurrected him, his resurrection became our resurrection. That is a passage into the presence of God the Father forevermore. And this is what our life is all about here in this earth. It's about union with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's a daily walk from day to day as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are to set our minds on things above. Are you with me, people of God? Not on earthly things. For you died 
and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Are you looking forward to that? Do you have your mind set on the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? A day in which the Bible reveals we will receive new bodies. Resurrected bodies, bodies like our Lord Jesus, bodies that will last forever, bodies that will not die, bodies that will, like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, glorify God forevermore. Are you with me? It will be a day. Oh, what a day. Where there will be no more crying, no more weeping, no more sadness, no more pain, no more suffering. Are you with me? Open up your minds, people of God. Open up your hearts. Reject the things of this world. There are so many quote-unquote, what I like to call pseudo-preachers out there who are selling you a lie. They want you to focus on the here and the now to a point of where you lose sight of heaven above. Walk away. Don't get caught up. Don't get drawn in. Walk away. Trust in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in Christ. And set your hearts on things above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above. Not on earthly things. For you died. And your life is now Hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears on the day of judgment, you too will appear with him in glory. Along with all those who have gone before us. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Paul himself. I'm thinking about right now my grandmother. Bless her soul as she rests right now. Her body rests in peace. But I am confident that her spirit is in heaven. In the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hearing those words. Job well done. Good and faithful servant. Are you with me? Do you want this? Then set your minds on those things which are above. Seek those things which are above with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. In Jesus' name I ask and pray that you would. 
Let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again. Oh, how I love you. You are faithful to the faithless. You are strong to the weak. You are powerful to the powerless. Bless you. And I thank you. I thank you for this marvelous message this evening. I need to hear that, Lord. And I'm sure there are many out there right now who need to hear this as well. Rain down. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon us so that we can bless you and glorify you forevermore. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.